Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, motherfuckers! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, 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 You are now listening to the best, best friends podcast in the world. Yo, everybody, welcome back. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. High fives. And, Solid. And friendship. I'm your host, weighing in at 0.097 metric tons of fun. The Beast of the East, Christmas Maximus. It's Tom. And I'm your other host here. I'm going to keep it. Even though you didn't win the election, I am the Secretary of Hops, the <laughs> Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Give me one more hell yeah for the year. Hell yeah. It's Dan. All right. And we are the best best friends podcast in the world. Dan, we did it. We we did it. We we made it. We Looks made it. Like we made it. <laughs> um, we made it. We uh we made it through uh I guess our, our first official season, as it were. I mean, this'll tidy it up and we'll have season two will be a couple episodes longer because we started uh I think January second. I think so. Or January 22nd is the 22nd. Yeah. So yeah. yeah second season's going to have a few extra episodes. Too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll break it down at the end of the episode, but, uh, yeah, this is our, the end of our first season. We're wrapping. It's, uh, it's, um, you know, Merry Christmas Eve to, to all of our, uh, all of our listeners is, oh, yeah. is being released. Yeah. We're going to drop it, I guess, around Christmas Eve then for this one. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we're gonna go with a little Christmas themed episode. We're gonna get festive in here. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm festival. Oh, I'm I'm pretty festive myself. You can't really tell, but uh, I'm rocking a little sweater. Dan's rocking a very ugly sweater. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. Santa Santa drinking a beer. Yeah, Santa's looking a little bigger this year on this sweater. I bought it last year. I, it was very slimming last year. This year, <laughs> this year it is not doing me any favors. Well, yeah, I mean that kind of happens when you start a craft beer podcast. Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. So uh, we're going no guests tonight. Uh, this is a, a straight Dan and Tom episode. Just an intimate evening with yeah. your two best friends in the world. Yeah. And uh, which means zero people are going to listen to this. Oh, yeah. Because historically, nobody listens to. Uh, the, like the Tom and Dan show. Yeah. Yeah. We get like 30 listens. Yeah. Nobody listens to the, these ones. Um, so shame on you for just being guest towns. Um, <laughs> we got to get those hype guests. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get those hype guests. Um, we have some, we have some good things coming up in, uh, for the next season. We'll talk about that later in the, in the show. Definitely. Um, but you know, this is a, uh, how's your, you got your, you got all your Christmas shopping done, man? Oh, I got all the shopping done, but let's, you know, I'm just kind of trying to get everything to my house. Yeah. 
I feel like, um, I feel like Donald Trump really, uh, did me dirty this year with, uh, messing up the USPS, man. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll save that. Uh, we'll save that for a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. So. I mean, other than that, shopping's all done. Maybe just a little bit more beer for the, uh, for the holidays, but that's about it. There you go. You did a little, uh, you did a little beer run this weekend. Yeah. I saw our friends up at, uh, Warwick. Yeah. Shout out Warwick. Yeah. Always a good time. I knew as soon as I saw that, uh, that shredding Yeti, Oh yeah. Uh, Shreddy, Shreddy the Yeti or you put a cartoon Yeti on a snowboard doing a jib off of a keg. Yeah. As soon, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh man, I wonder how fast Dan's going to make the trip out to Jameson for this one. Fun fact. It's only a half hour from my practice spot. Oh, so that was a night. It was an easy drive. Oh, yeah. there you go. All right. Um, so we've been, I don't know, we've been getting prepping for, you know, good, almost an hour now. So the parched, Oh yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this first yeah. beer. Let's get into it. Um, so we're going to do a kind of a special beer episode, I would say. Um, so for the first beer that, uh, we're breaking into, um, it's a, out of my, my, uh, the back of my fridge, my beer fridge. Uh, I've talked about it several times throughout the, uh, first season. You might say ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Absolutely. It is in my mind, the goat beer. Uh, this is, we're going to be doing old Rasputin by North coast brewing company. And I'm doing a little bit extra special. This is from 2015. Ooh. Yeah. So we're doing a, a prime five-year-old beer. So, oh man. Uh, so I feel like I should open this with a sword. Oh, a saber? Yeah, like a saber opening. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, for sure. We, um, we did not think this uh, no, episode out. This was not well as well planned as I. Not as well executed as we thought it was going to no. be. Um. So, uh, we'll you know we'll talk about the beer, but uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Untapped to see all the beers that we've drank throughout the first season. Um. Well, most of the beers that we've we're almost at a hundred beers. Yeah, almost there. Yeah, we got our uh, Untapped breakdown. I don't know if you saw that. It's in the email. Oh, no, I didn't a year, see it. A year, a beer a, year in review. A beer year in review? Yeah. Nice. It's pretty nice. We're up I'm going to get the rest of them in there so we can get the full year in review. I think we're up to episode 44. Yeah, we're pretty close. I did that. Stormbreakers fr- the last Yeah, those one. fridge clearing episodes. Yeah. That's a lot of beers to put in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. Um, but I mean, we're, this is episode 48, so you're not that far behind. Oh no. Yeah. So, uh, go back and check out all the beers that we've been drinking, um, throughout the first season, um, and get yourself all caught up on what you may have missed. Uh, and you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. Hell yeah. It always hits good. Yeah. Spoiler alert. POD drops aren't going anywhere in season two. Nope. They're not going anywhere. Nope. Um, so, uh, Dan, uh, you want me to talk about old Rasputin here? How about you talk about this one? I'll talk about our second. Okay. One. That's, that's Th- fair. This is your, uh, this is your baby here. So, uh, this is old Rasputin. Uh, like I said, it's the 2015 variation, uh, from North coast, uh, North coast brewing company, North coast brewing company out of Fort Bragg, California. It's uh, a Russian Imperial stout surprised by the name. Uh, it's produced in the tradition of 18th century English brewers who supplied the court of Russia's Catherine, the great old Rasputin seems to develop a cult following wherever it goes. It's a rich, intense brew with big, complex, fl- oh, complex flavors. Of and course, a, this is your favorite beer. Yeah, and a warming finish. Uh, so 
It's 9% uh, ABV, which I put a, a little asterisk. I know. That was it. nice. A little, yeah. little asterisk right there. I have no idea what the actual ABV is on this one's going to be. A five-year-old imperial stout. I hear so many varying opinions about aging stouts these mm-hmm. days. And, um, you know, I, I keep hearing, you know, I reached out to one of our, one of our past guests about, you know, being like, or I saw it on Facebook that he was saying like two years is a sweet spot okay. for, for aging. All right. So I'm wondering like what happens beyond that? Cause we've had some pretty old stouts on the, on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we've had, you know, Ralphius, we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, which one we had the dog, the world w- worldwide. Nope. Yeah. The world, yeah. the world, the world, the world, the world, 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 world. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we had the worldwide and, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I thought they tasted delicious, but yeah, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to this one. You said 2015. Yeah. 2015. Ooh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then, uh, I added a little thing here. It's a 4.01 on untapped, uh, 411,000 check-ins. Oh, hype beer. Yeah, with a steady four. With a steady four, man. Yeah. That's impressive. I, I think that's it might be the highest rating on a beer of that many check-ins that we've had. That is insane. Yeah. I gotta crack this. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Just All do right. it. One, two, three. Oh, there we go. There little, with a little bottle open. All right. So, uh, you know, as we had mentioned before, Dan and I are uh, doing our study for. Get a little sniff. Mm, that is uh, it's going to be nice and boozy. You want me to cut it up on a mirror so you can take it a real good sniff of it? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm rolling up my hundred dollar bill right now. <laughs> um, all right. So Dan and I are uh, studying to become uh, certified beer judges. Um, so we've scissor been, judges. Yeah. Scissor. Ju- well, no scissor judges. We're not going to be Cicerones. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to, we're going to be BJCP certified. Oh uh, yeah. We're getting a uh, Brazil, Brazilian jujitsu. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so we, we've been kind of including the style guides on, uh, on our podcast. So, uh, the style guide for the Imperial stout style, uh, is an intensely flavored big dark ale, with a wide range of flavor balances and regional interpretations, roasty burnt malt with uh, deep, dark or dried fruit flavors and a warming, bittersweet finish. Despite the intense flavors, the components need to meld together to create a complex, harmonious beer, not a hot mess. It really says hot mess. It does. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I'm glad that the technical term in the BJCP, <laughs> uh, as Dan is, uh, very scientifically measuring these out. Oh, come on. I mean, this is, this is a celebration right here. So it's a celebration, bitches. That is almost perfect. There you go. Look at that pour. <laughs> All right, Daniel. That is, uh, the, the absence of light. Oh yeah. This is dark. Slancha. All right. There is a dry finish on that one. Mm-hmm. It's goat beer. <laughs> this is the king of kings. Um, Getting that roasty burnt malt. Yeah, super roasty. Um, definitely a little boozier than... Um, you know, a, a free, uh, straight out of the, the pack 
bottle of old Rasputin. Can I confess to you? Yeah. I've never had old Rasputin. What? Yeah. Did I didn't want to bring it up before the episode. Oh my God. I, was, I wanted to drop that bomb as we were drinking this. Yeah. So this is my first old Rasputin. Wow. And you're going an aged one. Um, yeah. So I don't have a baseline, but I mean, just the overall impressions from the BJCP. Um, I'm getting more of the dried fruit flavors. Okay. In this a little bit too. I'm definitely getting a burnt malt, like a roasty burnt malt. Oh yeah, malt. definitely. Um, super dry. There is like in that dryness, there's like the, almost like a fruity dry wine kind of taste in there a little bit. Yeah. Almost like, um, and then that burnt malt just like finishes with it. Yeah. And almost has, almost has like a, like a barrel, like a barrel type flavor to it, but it's, I mean, it's not barrel age. So it's, uh, there is definitely like a, a woodiness to it. It might be with the burnt the bittersweet malt. finish. Um, yeah. yeah, the burnt malt. Um, definitely not a hot mess here. No, this is a harmonious beer. Harmonious. Yeah. I mean, for, uh, I, you know, I've been a stouty boy from the, from the jump. So this is like a, you know, this is just, it takes me back. This was like the first beer that I had that I was like, holy shit. Like what, what even is this? Like, you know, we, Dan and I, when we first started drinking, it was, you know, we did try and find the darkest beer possible. Yeah. We would, uh, the Baltic porters, the, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Dale's 1050 was like, that was the motor oil. yeah, Yeah. Motor oil. Yeah, that was like cracking a can of motor oil when that would come out. Yeah, so it was always about dark beers um, to start, and Dan kind of veered off into the into his uh, into the pines. Yeah, into the pines. There you go. (laughs) I like that. You veered off into the pines um, to go with his IPAs. Um, You know, Dan was definitely a a pre-hype IPA guy. Yeah, and with the dark beers, they always held a special place in my heart, and we'll talk about especially with the second beer too. Yeah. the dark beers were always kind of a sign of the holidays and celebration. So yeah. this is like a perfect beer for our celebration slash end of season episode mm-hmm. right here. I agree. Um, this is like anywhere that I saw uh, old Rasputin on tap uh, or in a bottle, I would immediately order it. Um, I'm definitely going to try and find a bottle of like this year so I can kind of taste. I want I want to see what age has done to this compared to the original. I feel like it would be, for to me, I'm like at the end, I'm getting, I'm getting like a little bit of like booziness in the back of my mouth, like almost on my adenoids. Yeah, um, there is there is a degree of booziness to it, like a real bitter booziness yeah. to it. Yeah, it's almost like a like a vodka boozy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, there is like some like almost like that that alcohol burn, like when yeah. you have a shot yeah. and you just go like a little mm-hmm. bit like in the back of your throat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so old Rasputin, I mean, as an Imperial, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be boozy. Um, but I I feel like it's a lot smoother. Like a a fresh bottle is a lot smoother. Yeah. I am enjoying this being a little bit more roasty with the burnt malt, like the roasty burnt malt kind of taste to it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of Imperial stouts, um, there are a lot of like adjuncts that go into some where they lose out on the roastiness. Yeah. Where it gets kind of gets covered up with like a syrup or something like that. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, we, the, the stouts that we've had on the podcast have been kind of adjunct heavy. 
You yeah. know, we've had coffee stouts. We've had. Um, yeah. I mean, even the coffee Oreo. stouts, like it keeps that bitterness, which yeah. is nice. That's a good compliment. It's the, like the sweetness that kind of. You get like the chocolatey Oreo. Yeah. It takes time. me away from my, like my love of just that bitter. Like this is like a really good cup of coffee kind of like, yeah, bitterness it's, to it. It's hard to come by a straight stout anymore. Um, you know, it's not like a, it's not a popular style, I would yeah. say. I mean, people are all about, you know, stout season, uh, IPA season's over, stout season. Yeah. But then it's all, their stout season is pastry stouts and, yeah. uh, got the, milkshake got stouts. Mallow. Yeah. Um, but a, a, a straight stout should be like a, like a coffee stout, you know, it should have that roasty, bitter, burnt yeah. malt flavor. Um, that you don't find in a lot of these sweeter stouts, which it's, I mean, it's off putting. It's like coffee. It's, you know, some people like a darker, bitter coffee. And mm-hmm. I would say they're in the minority. The majority of people like to put, you know, a uh, sweetener and, yeah. And, uh, or some creamer. Sort of cream, and, I was yeah. going to say to make the, like, to make it increase the mouthfeel. Right. Um, I would say the burnt, um, kind of that burnt malt kind of taste in this with the aging, I think led to that kind of booziness that we're tasting. Yeah, I agree. Increase the bitterness factor. Um, one thing we aren't talking about and that what you get in those like desserty style stouts. Heartburn. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but good amount of carbonation on this one. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, obviously because it's not barrel aged and everything right. like that. So you know, a really good amount of carbonation on this just from aging in the bottle. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Dan, we're wrapping up our first year of our podcast. Yeah. This Um, is quite a feat. I mean, it was, a. I feel like we talked about this a couple days ago. Season two is going to be, I feel like a whole different ball game now. Oh yeah. Because we kind of grew as a podcast during this year. Yeah. Like, um, I, I would say like physically and mentally grew because yeah. I mean, my pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> I don't know. About yeah. you. No, likewise. Do you, do you unbutton your pants when you have dinner just to sit? Uh, sometimes I unbutton them while I'm driving. Oh yeah. Same. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, we, we started out the podcast as, I mean, we weren't doing craft beer as much. I mean, we, it was like a quick, like five minute segment. Like, Hey, yeah. we're going to drink this while we're, we're going to drink it while we, you know, we try to be funny. Yeah. And spoiler we, alert. We're not that funny. <laughs> um, I mean, and then we just kind of got our footing as like, we started talking more about craft beer and then it was all about, um, people in the craft beer community, having them on. And then it kind of morphed into being like a beer education podcast. Yeah, I would say beer education, beer entertainment too. Yeah, I agree. Yep, because we, you know, we get pretty heady with our descriptions now a little bit more, especially since we're studying the BJCP. But we keep it light. We keep a little jokes in there. And there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, we tell we tell Tom Wolf to fuck off sometimes. You know, <laughs> we keep it light. Yeah. Sometimes we have veins popping out of our forehead. Yep. Um, yeah. So I mean, moving forward in season two, I think you're just going to get kind of you're going to get more of a beer education, beer entertainment type of podcast. That's primarily going to be featuring people from the beer world, like brewers. Um, we have some cool guests lined up already for season two. Um, 
so people that are that we think are going to be interesting that can help educate our our audience uh, in you know the craft beer field. Um, Definitely. You know, the more we can venture out. Right now, we're primarily a PA craft beer. Uh, yeah, it's been real uh, PA centric only because Anchorage doesn't return our voicemails. Right. Um, I mean, we. It's tough, man. It's it's <laughs> tough sledding to get uh to get any any beer outside of that. I like how we mentioned Anchorage, and you said it's tough sledding. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, I will, Gabe. I will get you on the podcast. You <laughs> will be on the podcast. I will make it happen. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna dog sled all the way there. <laughs> I'll I'll Forrest Gump it all the way up to all the way up to Anchorage. You're just gonna go up to Canada and do the I did a rod all the way over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna Dan, I'm gonna borrow your dog. I'm gonna take both of our dogs and I'm gonna dog sled up to the <laughs> up to Canada and uh into Alaska. I can't wait to see like a complete buff and cut barley when she gets back. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean we're gonna do uh we kinda got away from uh we got kinda got away from our videos. Um Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's nice to like sprinkle them in there every now and then. Yeah, but it depends on the guest. Like, Re- it really, know. yeah. I mean, it's just it's really we, hard to find a brewer that's going to enjoy psychosexual. But it, uh, I mean, it does. I, I like the segue, Dan, and uh, and, and it will work. Okay, I, I tr- trust me, it will work. Good. Um, but uh, it it just seems like whenever we talk with a brewer or somebody in the beer industry, it's just we have a lot of questions. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. We get real deep into the two hours fly by. Yeah. The gears just start working. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 20 minutes, almost 21 minutes. Almost 21. First burp. There you go. All right. Um, so with that, uh, I think we should call back to our, uh, to our, go back to our roots. Our roots. Yeah. Of, of having our, uh, our videos. And I think we should check in on some of our, our favorite guests, <laughs> our favorite uh, video guests and uh, see what they've been up to. Um, so everyone knows, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're a new listener, go back and listen to our old episodes where we, we kind of got into some YouTube stars. Um, <laughs> we had some fun videos back then. Yeah. Tom was a uh, rap talent acquisition oh associate. Oh, oh, that's just, a, that's a good title right there. Yeah. Rap talent acquisition associate. Put oh, that in your Indeed. I like it. Yeah, yeah throw it in go. your LinkedIn. We had Humpback Chunk. Uh, oh, man. We had that guy from Boston. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even it's remember. where so. I'm from, yeah. from, from. Six, two, oh, or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Area code. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, oh, I don't even, I don't think I have Bill on here anymore. Uh, uh, rest in peace to my N-word. Bill. Hey, Good. You're growing. I'm growing, right? You're growing as a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's not on my, those foul words aren't on my, uh, my, uh, board anymore. Oh, you took them off the board. <laughs> oh, still kept that one. Yeah, crept, crept through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, our, I think the last, uh, the last, uh, YouTube sensation that we got into was a little band called Psychosexual. Yes. That we really got into. Um, and, uh, probably the music of a generation. It really is. Um, so again, if you're a newer listener, uh, to the podcast, uh, we were into this band called psychosexual and, uh, little background. Yeah. It, it's the old drummer of a, of a band called five finger death punch. Uh, you might've heard of them. They're making millions and millions of dollars off of garbage. Mm-hmm. 
and he decided, um, you know, I want to form a band, uh, and I want to dress like the devil. <laughs> um, and I just want to make sexual innuendos. Like I'm 11 years old. Oh yeah. Um, this, this guy is wearing a Halloween mask 24 seven. Yeah. And he calls himself the devil daddy. Um, <laughs> I, devil uh, daddy. I did take one for the team and, uh, I listened to the whole album. Yeah. And I got a, I got a text by text, like playthrough of it. It was just as bad as you could possibly think it was. You must've been drinking during it because in the beginning you were like, your texts were like, this is just awful. <laughs> and then like by the end of the text, you're like, it was a really solid album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fun fact, I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> so yes, I was drinking. There you go. Um, so I brought up uh, the video here and uh, I think we should see, we should check in and see what's going on with uh, old devil daddy. Oh, God. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, so yeah, this one's going to break a lot of hearts of some of my friends here. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, a cover of Love You to Death by Typo Negative. Ooh. Ooh, this is, this is going to hurt a lot of friends here, and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to act like I didn't go into incognito mode <laughs> and Google the adult film star that's in this video. Oh, there he is. Fedora and all. Oh, no, that's a full know, top hat right there. That's a full there. top hat. I just wanted to make the fedora joke. So <laughs> if you're watching our, uh, our video, feed, yeah, cause hopefully we're getting this out on video for this. Um, <laughs> you're seeing what we're seeing. Uh, you're, you're watching devil daddy in a whole American beauty kind of thing with these. I would say, I would recommend throwing this on while we talk about this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Listen to love you to death by uh, devil if, daddy. If there's one theme that they've always done, it's, music videos that feature an adult film star yeah. in some respect. Oh, and never fully dressed. Never fully dressed. And he's always somehow rubbing up on them. Oh, all of them. I believe that's the whole point of the band. Yeah. Wasn't he like a porn star? Is that how he like networked yeah. into this? I, didn't, I, we, didn't we do a backstory on yeah. him? Yeah, he, he became a cop and then he got into hardcore pornography and then this. So, you know, natural progression. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Yep. Um, yeah. He, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's you get a good. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first comment we saw on the bottom of this? Um, De uh, delete this. Delete this. <laughs> I like how he's just, he's laying in a bed and then he's laying on a grave. It's very, uh, very symbolic. There's a, a lot of symbology in this. The symbolism. <laughs> he was just cop and feel, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he, copping some feel there. That, yep. This is all just an excuse for him to touch women. He's just an incel. This, yeah, this is a this is like Cinemax at like twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, Dan? Um, you know, this, I would say this reminds me of, uh, do you remember the band him? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is, it's this got, is as cringy as listening to your old him CDs that you have in your, uh, they have in your CD case from high school. Oh man. 
I, I listened to him not too long ago. Yeah. Somebody brought it up on a podcast and I was like, yeah, let me let me go back and see how yeah. this was. How cringy was that? It's not good. Yeah, that was a real, yeah. real cringy. Uh, Billy, Billy Vallow. Great voice. Oh, yeah. Great vocalist. Yeah, definitely a good like typo negative goth style kind of voice. So to it. douchey, though. Yeah, real douchey. Um, like it was like was all of Europe that douchey? He was, yeah, uh, probably. Because they were from like what, like Norway or Finland something? Finland or Norway. One yeah, of those. she just, she's definitely just finger banging herself yep. in this video. Yep. I'm pretty sure this is. We're just watching an OnlyFans video. Yeah, I, I feel like. <laughs> we had to go. Good God! Can, can we go back to that comment that we saw earlier? Oh, it's for yeah. <laughs> at uh, at <laughs> what is it? Four thirty-one. You can see where her brown eye starts. <laughs> So what do, what do you say we skip ahead to 413? Yeah. All right, so we're at 408. <laughs> and she's just dry humping on the bed. Wait, this is a four minutes long. This is five minutes of this song. Oh, we missed it. Hold on. Did we miss it? It's 431, I thought. Oh, 431, you're right. Yeah. We're almost there. Don't worry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> There's the brown eye. Oh. It's so bad. Good God. Okay. All right. So that's psycho. We've grown as a podcast, Tom. Yeah. I would say we, we really have. We have grown to be a better podcast than this song. Yeah. Well, I'm bringing up him. Oh, right okay. Now. Never mind. We haven't grown. <laughs> we're still. We're still just terrible people. What a uh, is Wings of a Butterfly? Is that the? I feel like razor blade I, romance. I thought it was right here in my arms or something. It's like right here in my yes. arms. This is like the yeah. original. This is from like, like all the CKYs. Yeah, this is from like every BAM like skate video. Yeah. It was like a Billy Idol song. Is it? a? No, it's not, but oh. it just sounds like one. Oh, my God. Like this is like White Wedding right here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was playing during a, like a BAM skate part in a, <laughs> yeah. in a CKY video. See? Oh, heroin chic. Dude, if you put White Wedding next to this, it's the same song. Or uh, no, uh, Midnight Yell. Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell, that yeah. one, yeah. It's the same song. Yeah. These guys are rocking out hard to like the softest shit. Oh, yeah. They're that, super soft. Th- yeah, this is Cottonelle, dude. Yeah. This is Charmin soft. Yeah, they had the the really fat drummer. Yeah. (laughs) How old is that dude? Oh, no. This is so cringy. Why were we into this when we were in high school? Because we were douchebags. Yeah, we were terrible people. Yeah. So, dude, bands just... Are, are bands just able to do music videos in Europe and have them like so overproduced like this? Oh, for sure. Because I feel like at this point in their popularity, like I've had bands as popular as this. <laughs> I feel like I could have made a video like this if I was in Europe. If if Bam Margera never heard of him, nobody in America would ever hear. Oh, definitely not. There would probably be like some like techno goths that might know who they are. Yeah. All right. I'm done with this. Yeah, same. Good looking back, Tom. It was yeah. it was really nice to reminisce with you, but yeah. nostalgic, nostalgic. We could probably turn. There's that a off. full Billy Vallow documentary. Oh, that's oh, sad. How long is it? Forty five. Forty five minutes. How much time do we have left? Oh, <laughs> man. We're not going to subject you people to that. Don't worry. Thank you. As funny as it would be to me uh, to put everybody through that, uh, you guys have the option to turn this thing off. So 
don't want that to happen. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, we coming back to an old friend. Yeah. So, um, one of our, our first video, I think it was our first like YouTube obsession. This was our first obsession. And I mean, I mean a current obsession of ours still. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go away. Never does. Um, you might know him. Uh, he's the, the cargo sh- short donning uh, juggalo stunt man himself. Good. That was a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Superhuman. Um, oh, man. And this is holiday themed, baby. Yep. We're going holiday themed on this one. Uh, so he's going to do a front flip onto gusset plates, uh, cheese graters, and Christmas tree. Cheese graters. Yeah, there they are, right there. How do you find so many cheese graters at know. once? Those are giant box graters too. Yeah, did he like, like clear the shelf at Walmart for all of these? I guess he didn't. He didn't include that he was jumping onto uh, Stuff. stuffed Xmas animals. Well, because he uh, he didn't want to appear soft. Okay, I, they're, I, they're they're there solely for decoration. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, he's not super soft. All right, let's see how he does. He's no psychosexual. <laughs> Yes. Too perfect. Too perfect. Just in, in, in superhuman style. Oh man. That should be in our intro. It really should. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Yeah. Just that. that. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. This is Superhuman TV Show. Today I'll be doing a full flip onto Gusset Plates, Trees Grater, Christmas Tree. This is for Jiggalos and Jiggalettes. What's a Gusset Plate? I don't know. I hope you like it. <sighs> well, let's before that, let's uh let's do a quick uh let's do a little here. background. Gusset plates. Oh, is that what he's doing? Oh, oh, they're the things that like keep beams together. Yeah, it's galvanized steel. Oh, those are the things. Yeah, they they hold like frames together. Yep. Ouch. Oh, those. Oh, that's gonna. That's hurt such so a bad bad. idea. God damn it. Ah, god damn it, superhuman. <sighs> Shirts off. He's tarting up. This shit. Oh, I see his back. Oh, there's so much sheet metal in that landing. Oh, I can see a gusset blade and a cheese grater from here. Good God. All right. Well, we might have a new. Uh, we have, might have a new pain clip. Ah, uh, classic. Tale as old as time. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see this thing again. Oh, fuck this shit. Oh. 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 <laughs> that was a yeah. That was an extended fuck right there. <laughs> Man, he uh, I mean, he did that for twenty one, twenty two thousand views. Did he did he pin a, his own comment in there? Buy a superhuman shirt today. Oh man. We did never did buy. Oh my god, they had Christmas ones. Yep. We did not think this episode through enough. Drop the ball. We dropped the we, ball. We dropped the ball. Um yeah, we uh oh, we, look at the don't try this at home hoodie. We never did buy our uh our superhuman merch. That don't try this at home hoodie? Yeah. Is that baby clothes? Yep. Uh, yep. Fuck. I took a shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Who is Psycho Dad? Did we miss out on all these cool characters? Family values. Uh, man. He has hot sauce. He has fuck this shit hot sauce. Oh, that's awesome. Damn it. Dan, oh. I should have got you a superhuman gift card. Dude, he's got the old like wrestling. Yeah, he's got the uh, wrestle buddies. The wrestle, yeah, the re- like wrestle buddies stunt doll. Oh, that's awesome! It's only fifteen dollars, man. That screams you, Dan. Dude, I was looking at that hoodie. It said, "Don't try this at home." And I think it was in camo. I mean, hell. Come on, I this is the one I wanted. The fuck this shit chain. Yeah, well, there's a fuck this shit belt now. There's a superhuman belt. Why does it have a pokeball? Oh, because his thing. He has that superhuman like Pokemon uh, cards. Oh, damn. It's $350. I wonder if we buy that. He'll be a guest on the show. Uh, that would be well worth it. <laughs> I, w- I wish we had, I, if there was a shirt with him jumping onto the microwave, um, I would buy it. Yeah. So it was like the intro. Huh? That's the, that is a microwave. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the one. It's not it? the microwave. No. no, man. But it is the elbow though. Man, it, it, superhuman never, it's never bad. Yeah, I mean, everybody, go find him on YouTube. Go to his merch shop. Guys, dndconnection.com slash collections slash super dash human. That's H-U-M-M-A-N. Human. Yeah, go check out his YouTube page. It's the same thing. Super human, H-U-M-M-A-N. It's just, you can't go wrong with it. It's, it's for all the juggalos and juggalos. It really is. Fuck this shit. <laughs> all right, Dan. Should we uh should we hit this bomber? Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right. So um we're going pretty we're gonna go pretty nostalgic here. Um Yeah, this is um this, this one is, here is gonna get uh it's gonna get yeah, pretty nostalgic. Pretty uh it's a pretty emotional uh, bottle here. This is one uh this is one that the best, best friends have shared frequently. Yeah. This is a, a near and dear to our heart beer. Um, so Dan went out and got uh, Black Ops. Yes, folks, it's real. Uh, the 2020 edition uh, by Brooklyn Brewing Company. Uh, staying on our uh, Russian Imperial Stout, uh, which is what they had it listed on uh, on untapped. Bourbon barrel aged stout. Ooh. Um, One of the reasons why I was dr- drawn to it. Yeah. Dan, you want to, do you want to read our, uh, our description here? Yeah, I'll get that here. Um, <laughs> I love how this starts here. So yeah, we're doing Brooklyn black ops by Brooklyn brewing company out of Brooklyn, New York. The legends are true. Brooklyn, Brooklyn black ops is real and it is delicious. The 2020 vintage is aged in four roses, small batch bourbon barrels, emerging with deep chocolate and coffee notes and a rich underpinning of vanilla like Oak. It's a legend in a glass. Dan, we didn't, uh, this isn't the 2020 edition. It's not. This is the 2017 edition. It is. Yeah. Well, fuck, I didn't know. I just grabbed what was on the shelf. No, that's great. All right, so the 2017 edition. All right, (laughs) I'll break it down here. Brooklyn Black Ops does not exist. However, if it did exist, it would be a robust stout originally concocted by the Brooklyn Brewing Team. Uh, Shout out Garrett Oliver. Uh, You're a personal hero. He really is. 
under cover of secrecy and hidden from everyone else at the brewery. Supposedly, Black Ops is aged for six months in bourbon barrels, bottled flat and re-fermented with champagne yeast, creating big chocolate and coffee flavors with a rich under underpinning uh, underpinning of vanilla-like oak notes. They say it's vanishingly rare. We have no idea what they are talking about. <laughs> uh, it is 10.7% alcohol by volume. So a little bit lighter than the 2020. Yeah, I was going to say a little bit lighter than the 2020, but it has been sitting in uh, Kunda. Kundabev. Kundabev, shout out, 100 years. They've been around for good reason. So yeah. Kundabev, uh, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Yep, King of Prussia. Look them up. out there. Dan, you want to give me a countdown here? Yep. One. Two, three, four. <laughs> Pop. Popping bottles. Let's smell this bad boy. Oh, that is, that's boozy. Yeah. So if anything, we're kind of going into that magic, uh, what was that two, almost around that magic time or two years right there. Yeah. Let's see what the hype is all about with this. Dude, I had no idea. It says it says 2017 on. I didn't even read it. Yeah, on the back it says BQE Q4 2017. That is awesome. I literally just was kind of. I guess I did peruse their barrel area. It was like all their age stuff, like the bottles and, and I just happened to see that, so I grabbed it. It's pretty crazy that grab a 2017 just off the shelf randomly. Yeah, because this was pretty rare for us to acquire back in the day. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, what I realized, what I, uh, saw was that the new one, because it's, uh, it's, uh, brewed in four roses, small batch, uh, bourbon barrels. They have the four rose logo on the label. I was like, there's no rose on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, Dan, here's cheers to 2017. 2017. Hey, another aged one here. Sláinte, bud. I could hear the carbonation in your mic. That was good. Mm. Definitely taste the barrel in this one. Mm-hmm. Big vanilla. Definitely getting that like warming feeling as it's going down, as it's finishing. Finishing dry. Yeah. Finishing um, dry. Good oak. I, I like the 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 mixture of the oak with the the vanilla like flavor that I'm getting. Yeah, it's keeping the bitterness of the burnt malt in there. Yeah, and it it gives it like you said that warming it reminds me of like a nice like like two fingers of bourbon, mm-hmm. you know, sitting by the fire, kind of enjoying yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, as we had mentioned that you know there's this is kind of a near and dear. Uh, I think we've brought it up a few times on the podcast. Yeah, for all the for all the diehard listeners, but this was this was a I guess a bottle that I guess we started when we were living with each other. Yes. Um. So I had got it. Um. I got it a year or two before. Yeah. Um. And then I put it in my parents' fridge. This is my, <laughs> this is one of my go-to beer stories. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit. Put it in the back of my, my parents' fridge. Uh, I went to, I moved to New York. Yep. Um, I came back for New Year's, I believe it was. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, this would be a perfect time to bust this bottle out. And uh, <laughs> I went home. And it, so also, I, I feel like everyone should know if it wasn't um, if it wasn't really defined in the description, this is a very rare bottle. Yeah. Um, they only do, I believe, a thousand bottles. Yep. I can't remember if it's a thousand bottles or a thousand cases. Um, but it's extremely rare. They don't announce it. It just drops. They just, it just drops. Um, this year was kind of a little bit different. Uh, they did announce it. I think it was just the, it was the kind of the environment with the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that totally Every, makes sense. Everything was a drop and everybody yeah. announced it. Um, so very rare. Uh, our buddy at the time worked in uh, the beer section at Wegmans. Yep. Um, and he hit us up and he was like, yo, Black Ops just dropped. <laughs> so like I ran out and got one, put it in my fridge. I was like, and he even, he was like, age it, age it for like a year. Yeah. Perfect. So I, I throw it in the back of my parents' fridge. I move away. I come back. I'm like, all right, perfect time to do this. I, I go to get it. It's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> so I'm like, gone. yeah, I'm like, dad, do, did you do anything with the, there was a bottle of beer and he was like, oh yeah, that one that was in the back of the fridge. Yep. Like, yep. And he goes, oh yeah, I drank that. Uh, I drank that a couple months ago. It, it, it was all right. I was like, <laughs> no, no. It was okay. Yeah. So not knowing when another bottle is going to come out. Um, I even, Dan and I went and visited the Brooklyn brewery while I was living up in Brooklyn. Yeah. They don't even talk about it. No, I brought it up to the, the tour, the tour guide there. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. There is, there is shrouded in mystery. Yeah. Just like how the brewery is also guarded by the New York mafia. Yes. Um, wait, which is a fun backstory. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They run security there. Right. <laughs> Wink. Wink. Um, yeah. Don't come at us, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> and by Gotti, we mean Garrett Oliver. Yeah. And uh, by Gotti, we mean that shitty movie that we reviewed and nobody listened to. Oh, yeah. Remember that episode? Yeah. Go back and listen to our movie review. It's oh, called It Stinks. Nice, nice plug. Yeah. We, we'll bring it back, maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, Dan and I, I moved back to PA. Dan and I were, uh, I moved in to Dan's apartment with him. Um, we lived together for two years. Yeah, it was about two years. Two years. Um, during that time, we were out at uh, Bistro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bistro, Bistro on Bridge in Phoenixville. Um, I happen to be just like saddled up to the bar. I look across and I look in their fridge and there's just a couple bombers of Black Ops. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> How is this like this bar that everyone's drinking Miller Lite at? Yeah, so this was before Bistro was like, heavy craft beer. So, I mean, they well, had the, they had the craft beer yeah. beer sign, but it wasn't like a yeah. craft beer crowd. It's so I, let me like rephrase that. They always had really good yeah. craft beer there, but the scene was never about craft beer there. Right. It was always the Miller light drinkers, yeah. um, going there doing multiple shots of Jameson, Tom flot. And you know, <laughs> was that weird orange drink, that orange crush they had there? It was I always on, know. like they always had a deal on. I have no and idea. That was, that was the crowd, but yeah. they all, always had like a solid cooler and a few good taps of craft beer. There. Oh yeah. And you, they, this place was their second floor was a dance club. Club um, two, one, two rest in peace. Yep. Yeah, RIP. I know 
if I didn't like this beer so much, I'd pour a little out <laughs> for it, but um, that ain't gonna fucking happen. Yeah, it was it was frequented by uh, transvestites. Um, That's not very PC anymore. Why trans transvestites? I was I was PC about it. Oh, is that what they're? Or transsexuals? I think they're just trans. 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 I don't know, man. Remember that guy who just danced in the corner by himself? Mm Mm-hmm. That guy, he just, he always had the, he had the moves. The guy was like, he was clearly gay and he just, he would always dance and he was really good at it. Mm -hmm. And then women would try and like come up and dance with him. And he's like, no, this is for myself. (laughs) And like, he would just push women and push anybody away. It was all about him. Um, that was his night out. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite moments, or my one of my favorite times at that bar was I decided it would be really funny to load ten dollars into their jukebox oh, machine yeah. <laughs> and play nothing but "Who Let the Dogs Out" by the Baja Men. I, I for some reason I thought it was the funniest thing. Like everyone in the bar now has to sit and listen to like an hour of <laughs> who let the dogs out on a loop. I, I think it went through a couple of times before the bar they, yeah, turned they stood, it off. Yeah, they turned it off. It went through like three times. It was like, you could see like people after the first time it like it, it ended and then came back around. People were like, what the fuck? This would be a good question for our brewers uh, questions that we had. It's like, how many times do you think you could listen to the Baja men do who lets the dogs out before you turn it off? You veto it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How many times do you think personally, like if you're in a car and you're driving somewhere, how many times could you listen to it before you went, ah, that's it? That's a good question. I like that. I, that's a, I think that's a 2021 question. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, back to our story. <laughs> so I grabbed two bottles. Um, this Brooklyn, Brooklyn Black Ops story has so many, like, yeah, it has so many layers. So many layers. Yeah, it's like Shrek. <laughs> it's an onion. Yeah. Um, then I grabbed two, I grabbed two bottles. I think we drank one right away. Yeah. We drank one right, uh, right away. And then we did, uh, we just threw it in the back of our fridge. Yeah. We threw the other one in the back of the fridge and just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then, uh, moving day. Yeah. Moving day. Move out day. It was, uh, we literally had nothing in the, we drank it at Dixie cups. Yeah. Yeah. Real real fancy. Yeah. Real just savage shit. Um, (laughs) we, uh, yeah, I mean, we drank that. That was the last beer in the apartment. Was the last beer. Yeah. And uh, so that's, all, I mean, that's our nostalgic kind of thing. It was just Dan and I, you know, moving out with our respective girlfriends, now wives. Now wives. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it turned out to be a pretty good decision. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember that one was like, that was a bourbon barrel one. Um Really, that one was like almost just drinking straight whiskey. This has some subtle notes of Mm -hmm. like bourbon in it, like as I'm drinking it. And you know what? This could taste exactly the same and just our palates are a little more refined to like, you know, look for this kind of thing. Yeah. uh, We're more used to like this kind of like. We're a more mature beer drinker right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, how old were we when we, we moved out of that apartment? Was it 2012 or 2013? I think it was 24, almost 2014. 2013 going into 2014? Yeah, it was 2013 going into 2014. Okay. So, God. 28? Yeah, we were about 28. Yeah, we weren't quite 30 yet. Yeah. Still in our 20s. So young. So young. So much yet to learn. (sighs) (sighs) We're just, we're just sitting here. Better days, better days. Just sitting here counting the gray hairs on on our heads. Yeah, lots of fun in that apartment. The increased in, uh, I guess, the decrease in use of belt holes in our belts. 
man, I'm seeing less and less of them as this uh, pandemic goes on. Man, I, if I could tell you what pants size I was in, uh, in that apartment, it's, a uh, it's depressing. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, it, uh I don't even want, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I'm going to continue drinking this black ops stout. I love this beer. I think this is one of my favorites. I mean, this is like my old Rasputin for me, I guess, in terms of like just a solid Imperial stout. It does have like a little bit of the sweetness with the vanilla in it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm starting to get like a bitter dark chocolate. I'm starting to get, yeah. It's I'm getting more bitterness actually as we've had it out and it's gotten a little bit more at room temperature. Getting a little bit of like a raisin on the nose. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of a little um, bit of fruit esters in there. Yeah, I'm getting the fruit esters. I'm getting like like a little bourbon on the nose a little bit. Just almost like I can see I'm getting raisins. You're getting raisins? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean I can get like there's a certain sweetness to it, but there's like a booziness in that on the nose. There's too. a there's a definitely a burn to uh the um there's a burn to to this that's like a like you mentioned before, like you know, two fingers of whiskey. Yeah. It's got that warming factor that you were saying as you're drinking it, like settling down, um, you know, like the, uh, like the Yule, was that the Yule log video with, yeah. uh, Ron Swanson where he's just sitting there drinking scotch. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that one where oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. him sitting there drinking scotch or reading a book or something? <laughs> yeah. They have a new one. Uh, I always do the Yule log videos for Christmas cause I don't have an actual fireplace. Yeah. Um, there's a new one. It's, a uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting a little behind the scenes here. We're getting dad life. Uh, there, there's a there's one uh, the Arendelle Castle. Yeah, yeah, the frozen one. Yeah, you saw um, that one. Yeah, yeah, okay. I saw it. All right. Yeah, yeah, we're we're already planning to do that oh, for yeah. uh, Christmas Eve okay. and everything. All right, same, same, <laughs> same, All <right>. same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, back to uh, back to grab <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we we don't watch Frozen. So, um, as this is our our Christmas episode, um. We were planning to do a uh, a gift exchange. Yeah. So Dan's going to get angry here. Uh, it's Dan's turn to be angry. 48 episodes in, it's Dan's turn to get angry. I'm, I'm not angry, Tom. I'm just disappointed. Okay. That's fair. Um, I have a gift for you. Aww. Um. So do you want to, do you want to talk about your experience or do you want to open your gift? Um, yeah, we'll talk, I, I will talk a little bit about my experience okay. and then we'll, uh, We'll soften the blow with the gift then. So um, the United States Postal Service just sucks this year. Yeah. Donald Trump did us dirty, you know. Trying to privatize the Postal Service, man. And yeah, it's a backlash. I mean, over it's it's taken over two weeks for a package to just cross one state line for me. Just one. Yeah. Like I've, I've gotten stuff from Amazon that came from probably Seattle. I got there like next day. You might've got stuff that came from Beijing or Wuhan. Yeah. <laughs> Huawei. <laughs> you got a Huawei phone real quick. It listens to me, but you know, yeah, it came quick. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I have this elaborate plan that we're definitely going to do a YouTube video for because, oh, it's going to be hilarious. Oh, stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. So Dan and I, you know, we, we agreed that we're going to do, uh, as we, you know, you can see behind us, we're, and we've talked ad nauseum about it. We're connoisseurs of, connoisseurs of uh, glassware. Proper glassware. Yeah, for real. Uh, I mean, not quite to the proper vaseware yet. We haven't gotten to that point. We might but, get uh, there. Yeah, maybe one day. But uh, 
maybe you know maybe we can get a Juan Travolta sponsorship where you know we can get some pretentious glass. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one day. Um. Uh. So we nice decided job. we're we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a, uh, a a a glassware exchange. Um. So uh, you know, Dan, as Dan mentioned, his did not uh. There was such an elaborate plan. This was going to be a great episode. <laughs> mine is mine is a lot less elaborate. Oh yeah, so, so we have to do a full YouTube video. Yeah, for, for sure. Our, for this one. So uh, this is a uh, this is part one of two of uh, of uh, our gift exchange here. So uh, Dan's going to open my gift to him now. Oh, we got in here. Oh man, is this the Hot Master General? Yep. Oh shit, that's just a throw-in. Little lager socks. Yeah, that's a that's a handmade glass, buddy. Handmade. Yeah, that's a uh, me and our first guest. Wait, my brother. Oh yeah, you guys went and made glasses. We made uh, well, no, we made the. We, I bought the glass. Oh, okay. We, we, You're we like, made, we, oh, you guys did this, um, did the cricket. Yeah. Uh, this is a good cricket job, man. Yeah. Right. Damn, dude. I like how it turned out. So, uh, hops, high fives and friendship. Descri Hold up. Yeah. Another good one there. Des describe, describe the, uh, the glass for the, uh, non-video viewing viewer. For the non-video viewer here, um, my title of hop master general. You got a nice little green hop on the uh, front of that. And then on the back, hops, high fives, and friendship. This is going to be a quality beer drinking glass for me this year. That, oh, uh, that is awesome. We may have failed in our, uh, our our 2020 run, Dan, but the Hopmaster General will live on forever. Live on forever. Yeah. For a very long time. I forget. Uh, now, I, I wanted to do the Sandlot quote, and I can't remember now. Forever. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> Some, what is it? Uh, heroes. Uh, oh, um. It's um, he heroes come and go, but legends never, never die. die. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Appreciate you, man. That's sweet. Cheers. I know. I'll just give it a little clank there. Yeah, there you go. Damn, dude, you're, you're a cricket master. Yeah, dude. There's a, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that class. Is that a bloody thumbprint on it? <laughs> It is not that is it's a which one have you got cut? <laughs> it's a difficult thing to do. It took a, it, it took an embarrassingly long amount of time. <laughs> I, I feel like your brother gets like real like real intense with the concentration there, yeah, only very, because of the medication much. he's on while he's using it. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, so Dan, I mentioned that uh, I mentioned that this is a. Uh, Part one of two gifts. I, so I hear, I hear that there is something else. There is a, um, there's another gift, um, that, uh, do you want me to close my eyes while you set yeah, this Yeah, I, I think you need to close your eyes here. Um, All right. I'm just going to pick up the glass first so I can sip while you're doing this. Um, can't believe I'm closing my eyes like a fucking kid. Yeah. So, uh, you didn't have this pulled up on some window. I didn't see. No, I, I have it pulled up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why this isn't working. Um, hold on one second. Let me, <sighs> let me get this, uh, let me get this going here. Um, 
that does say Microsoft Store. All right. You bought me something from the Microsoft Store? I didn't. I, I can't find you. the mic. Oh, there it is. Yeah, um, I got the mic now. All right. Let me. All right. So, uh, Dan, why, why don't you vamp for a second here? Um, I vamp? Yeah. What's that mean? What do I do? Um, do you want me to open my eyes? No. Keep them closed, but just talk. <laughs> Vamping is talking. Oh, okay. I'm just like, I've never heard the vamp. I feel like, um, do you remember Tommy boy when he's like, you don't have to keep closing your eyes, son. <laughs> <laughs> is that right before he dies? It was like the, every time he had a surprise and his dad was just like, I didn't tell you you could, you had to close your eyes for this <laughs> when he got his own <laughs> office. Oh yeah. That's oh, right. I got a fridge. I could put so much soda in this. <laughs> so much soda. So much be- soda. Um, oh man. Yeah, man. Uh, let me see. You know what? I can just do this. Um, I will say that I'm getting a lot of the barrel on these uh, on this Black Ops, and I I do enjoy that. I think that's maybe what is making me think of whiskey. Maybe I'm not getting like a whiskey taste. I'm just getting more of the barrel, which kind of, as a whiskey drinker, that's kind of what I look for. Oh, I, I yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, it's like an I, oakiness I of the barrel. All right, Dan. So don't open your eyes yet. Okay. So I have um, to find the mic. Oh, there it is. I called upon a friend of the, uh, the podcast to, uh, to give us a message. And now I want everyone to know this isn't uh, nothing set up here. Um, Dan has no idea what's about to happen. What, uh, what he's about to see. Uh, so every, the reaction that you hear from this is going to be a, a genuine reaction. I have no idea. So, Dan, you can go ahead and open your eyes. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to fucking turn this up, yep. man. <laughs> uh, I know we talked about it for a while. So I reached out to our <laughs> buddy. Um, I reached out to our buddy, Sonny Sandoval, the lead singer of our... Our favorite band. Fucking P.O.D. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> and he sent us a he sent us a nice message. Oh shit. Hello. Oh man. Hey, what's up? This is Sonny from the band P.O.D. And I wanted to congratulate Dan and Tom from the Best Best Friends podcast in the world for celebrating their one year anniversary of their podcast. Congratulations, man. I hear you guys are doing awesome things. Uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best, man. Thanks for being fun. Thanks for having a blast. Thanks for rocking with the best and playing POD, man. I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yes, hit me up somehow, some way. Let's find a way to get on your show. What? And talk with you guys on your podcast. So for me to you, much love, my friends. God bless you guys. Peace. What the fuck? <laughs> What? <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Yeah, right? Oh, dude. Are the feelers out there? Are we getting him on the podcast? I mean, we'll we'll put him out there. Uh but uh you guys you guys heard it here first with Dan, along with Dan. Jesus uh, Christ. Sonny Sandoval wants to come on the podcast and rock out with us. That fucking POD, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you POD, Dan. Oh, that's awesome. He, he wished us, yeah, it was a great message. Yeah, that was, that was very heartfelt. Um, I would expect nothing less from some of the best new metal of our childhood. Can I, can I tell you, uh, real quick. 
Hell yeah. Um, I've been sitting on this for almost three weeks now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it has been absolute torture. Just been eating at you. I, I, I ordered it. I was like, you know what? I, I got to put, you know, I got to go in and, and see if he'll send us a message and, you know, give him some time. I want to make sure we get it before Christmas. And it was like two days. <laughs> what? And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like sitting at a client, like sitting at, uh, just got out of like a, a, a meeting with a customer. And uh, I, I got a message on my phone and said, like, you know, uh, you have a message from Sonny Sandoval. I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> I, I opened it up and I watched it and I got like chills. I was like, this came out way better than I could have expected. <laughs> that is awesome. It was literally like, yo, we listen to your pod. We listen to your music on our podcast. We're celebrating one year. You should come on the podcast. And like, I got to the end and I was like, <gasps> I don't know how true it is. Like, oh man, oh, we got to play it one more time, right? Yeah. Just do it one more time. Hey, what's up? This is Sonny from the band POD. And I wanted to congratulate Dan and Tom from the best, best friend podcast in the world. The celebrating their one year anniversary of their podcast. Congratulations, man. I hear you guys are doing awesome things. Uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best, man. Thanks for being fun. Thanks for having a blast. Thanks for rocking with the best and playing POD, man. I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yes, hit me up somehow, some way. Let's find a way to get on your show. I would love to hang out and talk with you guys on your podcast. So for me, uh, much love, yeah. my friends. God bless you guys. Peace. 2021 goals, man. Oh, man. It, it set the 2021 bar 2021 so is, uh, it's looking bright. Yeah. Dude, if we could get fucking POD, man, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that is, uh, that's Sonny Sandoval, the lead singer of our beloved POD. Christmas miracles do come true. They really do. You gotta say, looks young for his age, man. Yeah, he does. Uh, I I'm disappointed that he did cut off the dreads. Um, yeah, I mean, still looking, still looking young though, man. Yeah. I'm real, real surprised. It's that San Diego sun, man. Oh man. It's that California lifestyle, yeah. that clean eating. Yeah. I don't know if he drinks. I don't know if he's straight edge. I don't know. Maybe who knows? He's Christian. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we can reach out. I mean, it's not the first, uh, straight edge person we've had on the podcast. So. That's true. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, there you have it. We, we, we're, we're closing out season one with a bang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God damn, dude. I can't wait for this video. I'm going to share the fuck out of this video to people. (laughs) Yeah. It's all, all I've been thinking about all week. I was like, Oh man, this is going to make such a great video clip. Oh dude. Did you already follow him on? Oh, we got to follow him on Instagram. We got to tag him. He's, he's I, I needed to, us. I needed to keep it. I needed to keep it as secret as possible. Yeah. Nah, I, <laughs> it's funny. Um, when you said you had something geared up for it and I was talking to Danielle and I was like, Hey, he's got something going on for it. It's probably like, I said, I was probably like superhuman doing like a, some, like a cameo for us or something. Had no idea it was going to be fucking Sonny Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're probably going to have like superhuman or something, something we can get real on the cheap. <laughs> yeah. Ain't not expensive. Really? Not expensive. Fuck. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, superhuman would have been cool. Um, 
I feel like we wouldn't even need to cameo him. We could have just been. Oh like, no. Yeah, exactly. We could just Skype him. Yeah. No, this was, this is where I was like, what the fuck? You got POD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes me so happy. Um, yeah, that's a uh, shit. Where do we go from here now on the podcast? <laughs> it's all, it's all downhill until we get them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All the brewers we've scheduled <laughs> in the future. Yeah. You all take a backseat to Sonny Sandoval. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, what do you want to do while we're finishing up some black ops here? Do you want to, you want to listen to a juggalo Christmas song? <laughs> we could do that. We could, we could, I mean, this would be the best, best friends podcast in the world. You'll log. It's just, it's just juggalo music playing while we drink black ops. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, that is pretty awesome. <laughs> um, Fuck, what is it? Like, I feel like we can crack we can crack that down a little bit while we yeah. while we talk. Here we go, a little bit in the background. Yeah. It's kinda of like a little little juggalo party now. Uh, As it should be. Um, <laughs> this is for all the juggalos and juggalettes who still listen, keeping <laughs> the faith. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's been a weird year, man. It's been a weird year to start a podcast. Yeah. But I feel like it's been a good year to start a craft beer podcast. I agree. Um, I know I've said it to our, our, our brewer friends um, that uh, I don't know how much they appreciate it. But, uh, I mean, the, the, the way that the craft beer world has adapted in, uh, in this pandemic, um, man, online ordering has been just the fucking best. Yeah, it has. Um, if, if there's some takeaways from this season or this year in general, and you can, you can turn this off at any time. <laughs> Not until it's done, Dan. Not until it's done. Not until it's done. <laughs> he'll stop when he's finished <laughs> he'll stop humping when he's finished <laughs> I, yeah the the biggest takeaway really is um you know for 2020 in terms of like being a craft beer podcast or just the craft beer industry in general is just watching breweries flourish and adapt to change especially with take like you said takeout beer is a huge yeah. element right there I mean, when the first shutdown came, I, I mean, I mean, I panicked a little bit because it was like right when we decided to lean into yeah. the craft beer and we we're like, oh, fuck. Now everybody's going to get shut down. Your breweries are going to close because if, if you're not going out and buying craft beer from the brewery, they're going to go away. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. You I mean, you got to show you got to show as much support. Uh, particularly for the local places too. Absolutely. Like obviously there are some great bigger craft breweries in Pennsylvania that get amazing distribution and you can get them in your grocery store. You can get them in, you know, pizza shops and stuff like that. But, Oh man, we get so hard felt and it's just juggalo Christmas playing behind. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's those local places that scrambled to develop a square site. Oh yeah. And, or scrambled to develop, local delivery 
Yeah. Like, I mean, we highlighted as one of the places we highlighted at the beginning of our craft beer kind of infancy was, you know, Rebel Hill using Ideal Brew as a delivery driver. Yeah. Shout out Jason Hinkle. Yeah. I mean, a past guest, Jason Hinkle. I mean, great dude. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I use Rebel Hill's delivery. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. five minutes away, man, he dropped it right off yeah. while I was working. Hitting you with that sprinter. Yeah. <laughs> Got the sprinter van right out there. I remember putting special instructions on my order. Yo, can you give me more stickers? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fat stack of stickers. I heard the door knock. I like open up the door. He's walking back to the sprinter. He's like, yo, put your stickers in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it, the we've talked about it a, a ton. It's just it's it, so impressive. It, it definitely, uh, you know, gives us a great sense of pride that everybody can rally behind their favorite breweries. Um whether it's your favorite breweries or just a local brewery that you enjoy, um, you know, rallying behind them. These are local businesses. A lot of local. I mean, knock on wood, we haven't seen a lot of local breweries shut down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, knock on wood right now. Um, I know, you know, we're not out of the woods yet, guys, but you're doing great. And yeah, if there's anything our podcast can do to help you do better, reach out to us. Yeah. We'll, right. ad, we'll advertise, promote. Like if you guys are doing something to promote the, you know, your business and you need help with it. Yeah. yeah we we'll, need uh we'll, uh, we'll advertise, you know, pro bono, we're, we're, whatever oh, we yeah, can we're, do. Yeah. We're not asking for a cent. Yeah. We're not even asking for beer. If you have a event and you just want us to throw it on here. So listeners know about it. Let us know. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, that was so beautiful. A juggalo Christmas behind <laughs> it. We got so heartfelt about breweries while it's just like, Oh, uh, it's great. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It just keep supporting your, your local breweries. Um, definitely any way that you can. Um, I mean, it keeps us in business. It keeps them in business. You know, whatever we can do, we'll, we'll always help out. Um, yeah. I mean, with the vaccines out there, you know, I know a lot of people are a little hesitant about it, but, uh, it's a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, we may return to normalcy in 2021. Yeah. Uh, No, I, I agree. I think it's a step in the right direction. People are, you know, people are hesitant, you know, there are some people like, why is it, you know, why is it taking so quickly to develop a vaccine for coronavirus when the flu vaccine took, you know, decades, right. Stuff like that. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's and the flu vac. The flu is like a an ever evolving yeah sickness. And uh, like you, you clearly hear these these opinions from people who a have probably not had somebody affected or have lost right. anybody. Yeah, you know they have their they're in their bubble with their rose colored glasses. They yeah. don't have a business that's suffering from this, or they do, and that's right. them lashing right. out. Yeah, I mean, I have a. I mean, my sister got the uh, the vaccine. Oh, she did. Yep. She's a frontline worker, so she got the vaccine. So uh, awesome! Did she get Hulu on the microchip? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, they said that uh, she yeah, got. Tell, well, her, tell her to watch Handmaid's Tale. Well, it was on a the microchip. It, it was a, a a three month trial, and then her credit card would be billed after that, or she she can cancel anytime. Um, but she's just keeping it going. Oh, or or is it like Apple TV where they're like, "Hey, we know you gave you a year. We're going to give you three more months because 
We're not, it's we're, garbage. We're garbage. Yeah, yeah. because because all of our <laughs> everything everything we've put out has been hot trash. <laughs> the vaccine. I, I the best meme in the world I saw was the vaccine comes with a copy of a the U 2s new album. <laughs> I think right next to it should be a free one year subscription of Apple TV. That's hilarious. Plus, <laughs> the only good thing that ever came out of Apple TV Plus was the uh, the kids show. Have you did you ever watch that with a uh, with your daughter? No. The uh, it's like a, it's like a Sesame Street type deal. It's a good show. Quality show. There's a good M. Night Shyamalan show. And I'll talk to you about oh, it after this. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah, get into some yeah, TV yeah, and we'll stuff. So your sister got the frontline vaccine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She said uh, she put a post out on, on Facebook about it saying like uh, she's been going back and forth. I mean, obviously you should question, you know, you know, everything, yeah. but question everything. But don't question it if you're chowing down on a McRib or a right. McDouble. I mean, it it is. You don't know what the side effects are going to be. There hasn't been enough trials. There hasn't been, you know, a big enough sample size. There is that 5% is what's 95% effective. So. Yeah. And then they, there's like, they did a hundred, uh, they did a hundred vaccines and four of the people in that, uh, that hundred trial got, uh, Bell's palsy. Oh, really? Yeah. That was over in the UK. Oh, I don't okay. know which one it was. Um, but she said she talked to a bunch of her, the doctors at the hospital that she works at and yeah. They convinced her enough that they, you know, they were supportive enough that she trusted them enough that they were like, all right, we'll get it. And she got it. I feel like if it was like one of those uh, prescription medication commercials where it's like side effects may include diarrhea, I would totally take diarrhea to not have the pandemic affect me anymore. Oh, for sure. Oh, I would totally just be like, bro, you get slimmed down so fast with diarrhea. Oh, I know, dude. I just. I was looking up tapeworms on the, on the, <laughs> on the black web, on the dark web, yeah, on the dark web. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to lose this weight quick. I'm trying to get back, trying to get into my, you know, Mark Wahlberg physique. <laughs> it's fucking robots. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking cost. It's robots. <laughs> it's cost. It's, it's robots. cost. It's into robots. I could have stopped nine 11 if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That was good. That was yeah, good. right. It took me a year to develop that uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that was a that was a pretty uh, pretty impressive Mark Wahlberg there. Good job. Thank you, brother. Yeah, that's what I took away from twenty twenty. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's tough because you know you don't know what the side effects of the, the vaccine will be. It could be like one of those things, like um, Disterna is like you're. Are you suffering from depression? You having suicidal thoughts? Disterna. And it's like <laughs> side, for those commercials. Side, side effects are stomach aches, diarrhea, Leaky suicidal butter. thoughts, <laughs> depression. It's like, I'm trying to get rid of that. With How does that work? <laughs> I mean, if it just keeps the status quo, but I can go out and grab a burger at a bar then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Still depressed about, but there's no pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I've thought about it a lot. It just, it, you can't, you can't saddle up to the bar anymore. And it's just weird. It is weird. It, that's what, that's my big takeaway from this whole pandemic is like, I miss going to like stick man and sitting at the, at the, at the bar. And yeah, I mean, just the long tables. I remember after, you know, a tough year of, you know, having your, you know, having your first kid, mm-hmm. like going out to stick man, those first couple times with our daughter. Yeah just felt so nice. And then it just stopped happening. Yep. So, I mean, I'm for anything that's gonna, you know, be a light at the end of the tunnel for this, especially for craft breweries too. I want people, I want kitchens to open back up in our favorite craft breweries. I want people to fill in the tables again. Yeah. 
But, you know, for now, the, the amazing takeout options across the state. Yeah. Across the nation right now. Yeah. There's uh there's plenty of uh plenty of uh craft breweries that are doing statewide distribution. Um, you know, everybody listening, go support your locals. Uh obviously. Um you know, or drive we, an hour out of your way to just go to Warwick. Yeah. It's just an hour. Just just an hour. Yeah, just an hour. Um sometimes you can be nice enough to be like Dan's bass player or you know, like someone like uh you know Dude, his dad lives five minutes down the road from God damn it, Warwick. God damn it. Yeah, we have a Warwick plug now. Every, yeah. anytime he goes to visit, I'm just gonna be like, yo, here's my Ben <laughs> Mo. <laughs> um yeah, so um <sighs> Just keep supporting craft beer. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll I talk mean, about it every episode and I mean, maybe keep supporting us. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But, keep supporting us. But craft beer above all. If you get bored, uh, hit up to Vore, you know, go into Vore, use uh, promo code best, best friends pod. Is that best, best friends P O D. Oh, you know what, Dan? It is. So much sunny hype right now. <laughs> That'll get you $10 off your first box of $25 or more. Um, you know, 2020, uh, it's all for me. It's all a, uh, Tavor addiction. Come and go. Yeah. Um, you, you've grown as a craft beer drinker. Yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen the lows. I've seen the highs <laughs> and <laughs> I, to be fair, Tavor is a great app. Oh yeah. It, it, oh, I definitely. Mean, it's definitely opened us. It got us great notion. It got us Drecker. It's, it's got us a lot of beers. It got me one, got us. I, I would say, I, I'm pretty sure I can speak uh, for you on this one. One of our favorite beers of 2020. Oh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Right oh, as yeah. rain by Stormbreaker. Yeah. Um, Amazing beer. Yeah. yeah shout out Stormbreaker. One of our top beers of 2020, yeah. I would say. Uh, which leads me into uh, my question for you. What a, I don't, I, this is a loaded question. I saw it on the outline. Yeah. Not your, not your favorite beer of 2020. What's what, what are some memorable beers that we've had? You've had on this podcast in 2020. All right. So as we're, I'm thinking about this, I am actually also going to be pulling up our untapped, which oh. you can follow us on untapped. Oh, what, 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 what would that username be? Oh, that's a very good question, Tom. It's Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. So when I saw this on the uh, outline, I did little to no preparation for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, you know, going back to our beer list, you did mention Stormbreaker. That was, I would say, one of the one of the memorable beers that we've had on the podcast. And let's see, when did we really just gear into craft beer? I think it was really the, I think the most memorable episode of our like switch was with uh, Chef Ben. Yeah. Uh, was Chef Ben, was it Chef Ben or was it uh, Mike Docker? Which one came first? So we did do... Um, Mike Doherty before that. Okay. And we did loud noises, which was a stout with a uh, stick man. And yeah. then we did the Ralphius. Yeah. The 2015, which I couldn't find on, uh, untapped. 
wasn't on there. (laughs) (laughs) Tough one to find. I feel like that was like our turning point. That was our turning point. And I feel like that episode with Chef Ben really kind of put us in the right direction. Okay. Um, I mean, there are a lot of memorable ones. Uh, It's really tough. I think two that I would like to highlight would probably be Ethan's first episode. A Vergnugan set? I would say the two loggers. Yeah. Um, More so Vergnugan. But our first logger episode was something... Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. I heard that guttural. straight through the mic. That was guttural. It sounded like death metal for a second. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. I would say those two were very memorable for us, I think, as a podcast, because that's where the King of the Crisp started to form. Yeah, that was a that was a big turning point in my beer drinking. Yeah, I would say um, memorable beers. I would say almost all of the ones that we had with Chef Ben were pretty memorable. Um, Schuylkill was a huge one. Yeah, because that was kind of eye-opening for the local scene for us. Yeah. And, you know, we had a couple beers on that podcast that from places that we'd never heard about, and it really kind of opened our eyes. Oh, yeah. And I would say the lager episode was one of those where we just, I feel like that's, we grew as a podcast with Ethan and yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Big props to Ethan. I think he helped us to grow as a podcast too. So by choosing those beers. All right. So before that one, even um, for me, this one has stuck with me and surprisingly enough, it's a milkshake IPA festival juice. Oh, okay. By Levante. That one stuck with me. That was the first one. I was like, Oh man, like <laughs> this can be like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is, I mean, obviously with that, um, that episode was a, a huge step off or a stepping point for us. Yeah. I would Um, say, um, bringing in the, uh, New Jersey constituents. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, huge shout out to an amazing group of friends. We we'll get into, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's the infamous cardamom beer episode. Ooh. Yeah. So the, (laughs) Yes. The infamous cardamom beer episode. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, yeah, so, we, I mean, we've talked about that one. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the the only, I think, only drain pour of the podcast. Yeah, I would say the only official drain pour. And look, Levante's a great brewery. Oh, yeah. Huge we'll, fan. Yeah, never. We'll never disparage Levante. We it, it could have been a bad batch. We don't know. We don't know. Um, there will be. I mean, I think we might do a redemption. It would be great to have Levante on. We'll get the feelers yeah. out there. Here's another one. Episode 18, Farmhouse Pills That's from another, Locust Lane. I would say as we were going up, you could see we get crispier. Yeah, we get crispier, and that just opened our eyes to Locust Lane. Um in personal opinion, most underrated, uh, brewery in the Southeast PA. Region. 100%. Um, if you're in the area, hit up Locust Lane. They're doing solid, solid, solid beers every time. You really can't go wrong with them. Um, but that farmhouse pills was just something that we, it, it, we had it and it was like, man, this is just a great, great pills. Um, and then led us to to go out and and have Tom Arnold, uh, not the not Roseanne's Tom Arnold, mind you, 
the brewer, oh, okay. the head brewer at, uh, right. and part owner of not Mikhail's Navy. No, 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 okay. no, not, not that one. Got it. Um, not the uh, partner from true lies. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you can go right after that. The, the beer that you named Dan, one of our home brewer friends, <laughs> oh, yeah. boys of summer. I can't believe I named a beer. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah um, having all the home brewers on, I think was more memorable. I wouldn't say more memorable, but it was, I think it was a huge highlight for us to like, Oh yeah. Because you know, they didn't have a, they didn't have a business backing really. I mean, they were just, they were doing it for the, for the sport basically. Yeah. And for the love of the game, for the love of the game. There you go. And you know, Dave with Volstead, um, our boy, Harry, I mean, experimental. So hot right now. So hot right now. I don't have it. Yep. I don't, I, I don't have it anymore. I, I re- released it from the board. Even like to like the lowest level, like we had a ra- our random friend Greg on to talk about his, his barrel program in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> and like just even having him on just to talk about his little, you know, his little setup was still like a huge education for us. Yeah. I mean, anytime we can, we can highlight, uh, homebrewers, we, we jump at that because it really is like the guys that don't have to worry about the business side. And it's, you know, it is, it's always nice to, to get their perspective. Yep. I think other memorable instances, um, our first like in brewery podcast. Oh, Odd logic. logic. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a good pretty one. memorable right there. Um, amazing beers, but just the experience of being able to set up at a brewery yeah. and just talk. I agree. Um, shout out to again to the New Jersey constituents for that hookup. Uh, we got, we definitely have to shout out our, our black is beautiful. I was actually line. getting, I was getting to that. Yeah. Um, kind of coming into that. Um, I think memorable beers, just every single black is beautiful. We had on the, uh, podcast starting from odd logic and just going into I, every brewery. And talking about it again, Locust Lane, killing it with that Imperial. Yeah. One of the best, I I think, I think in my opinion. The best. The best. Yeah, I agree. Um, The best uh, of, of the Black is Beautiful series that we've had. We do have one that we, we have one in the fridge that we have not. I'd like to keep on a stout tip. If you were looking at getting into another beer. If you want to get another beer, we can go into it. We got a half hour left. Yeah, we got a half hour left. We go with the Weathered Souls. Actually, it's not. It's um, it's from 602 in uh, Arizona. Oh, we have both. We have the Weathered Souls, too. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I think we have one 602, but we have two Weathered Souls. <laughs> What's the ABV on that Weathered Souls? That's a good question. There, Mr. Uh, untapped. I mean, While me- you're doing that, I'm just going to swing through the... Uh, list while you're uh, checking that out. I think, I mean, there is so much to say about all the breweries that we've had on. We're going to, we're going to thank them all individually a little bit later. It's a 10. 10. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do a, a whole 10. Six, I don't want 16 ounce. Let's split that Arizona one. We'll talk about Weathered Souls later. You want to stay on, you want to stay on the, uh, or do you, you want to get that? You want to do that? Do you want to do the Christmas tip? All right, you want yeah. If you want to get fest, Tom, I know you have a plan. You want to get fest. Let's. Uh, I, I I mean, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. All right, I mean, it's it's just so nice. And I was just saying because of the uh, the style, but fuck it, Christmas pickle. Christmas pickle, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna. 
cleanse my palate here. Oh, that was the grossest sounding sip I've ever uh, heard. He was like, um, mine sounds right. like a bong sometimes when you do it. <laughs> Dan, are you gonna are you gonna crush the rest of your uh, your black ops? Yeah, I guess. There's no more in there. I know, I know. I was looking at the bottom. I was like, it looks like there's some in it, but it's the shape of the bottle. So, um, uh, you can go ahead and uh, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever glassware you want. I don't care. Okay. Um, here's another one, man. This one stuck with me for sure. It was our first venture into great notion. That was a uh, ripe, a ripe IPA. That was like, that was maybe the juiciest IPA that we've had on this podcast. Yeah, that was definitely memorable. I would say because of the hype around Great Notion, having our first Great Notion was definitely memorable for the podcast. Oh, for sure. Um, Let me be Tom for a second. Oh, that was like terrible. That was, that was Charmin. I know. That was super soft. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just going on from that, I mean, like Ethan, we've had on, we had, uh, easily the best Marzen in the country, uh, with yeah. General Merriman. Yeah. I would say that that is a memorable beer. It's, it's so hard because there's so many, like from yeah. so many great breweries, I would say like most memorable are the, um, the turns we took with the podcast, whether it be black is beautiful. Um, you know, going all together. Cri- yeah. All together. Going crisp with the, yeah. uh, with the loggers and stuff like that. Speaking so. of loggers, here's a memorable one for me. Prayer group from, uh, tired hands. Yeah. Which I never saw coming as, yeah, it, as a guy who I didn't, I didn't, you didn't strike me as like a, like a tired hands fan. No. And I'm, I mean the, the pretentiousness is so real there, but, but well-deserved. But man, and it was so controversial because it was, uh, it was not liked by you or the guest, but I absolutely <laughs> loved that beer. Yeah, you were, you were obsessed with it. It was a barrel aged lager with lemon. It was just, everything about it was just so delightful. Yeah. <laughs> you had this huge smile on your face and it was just like two stern faced, like people looking back at you like. Yeah, I, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it was like uh, your, you know, it was like uh, your grandma made you like this, like this dish that she was so proud of, but it just tasted like cardboard. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it was good. Grandma's favorite beef stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, wait, uh, we actually can crack with this one. Yeah, we can, and uh, I should probably look up like a like a description on this. This is um, this is a pretty interesting choice here, sir. Yeah, so this is a, a Tavor uh, grab. Uh, so we're going to do... Back ex- on the wagon, I see. Well, no. This is a, this one has been sitting for a little bit. I know. I'm just this one's from uh, Urban Artifact out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. This is the Xmas Pickle. Actually, they're out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. What? Brewed by Artifact, Wanakee, Wisconsin. Somebody's lying here. Somebody's lying here. Because the brewery on uh, on on tap says Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know. It's all the Midwest. It's kind of like a big. Yeah, it's all one big state. Wait, yeah. I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's like a. I wonder if it's like one of those like Sly Fox things or like, uh, yeah. 
where it's like brewed in one place and canned in another. Yeah. Contract um, brewed. Yeah. Anyway, so we're doing it's urban artifact. It's Christmas pickle. It's a pickle gosa. Um, man, this is the first time I've seen a pH on a can. pH? Oh, there's a pH. Oh, there is a pH level. Yeah, for a gosa. Wow. It's a 4.3% alcohol by volume. Uh, is there a uh, description here? I don't know, man. Let me see. Is there a description? Oh, yep. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got it, Tom. We believe in There's you. There's no detail. A holiday Christmas pickle miracle. That's the description. That's a whole description. This is this is how you describe your beer. <laughs> yep. Take notes here. All right, Daniel. One, two, three. Oh, good unison. Oh, God. It's so much dill. It's There's so, so, it's so much, briny. It's so much dill in that. My palate is taking a huge left turn with this one. Wow. Severe lack of haze. Uh, uh, not enough mallow. 0. 0.5. Oh, my God. Slauncha, <laughs> sir. Cheers, sir. There you go. The dill is strong with this one. Right on the adenoids. That's like, that's, oh. That's all dill. Oh. I just took a bite I like, of I like, dill. That like, like hit me in the fillings. Like I took, I took green dill from the pros department and I just took a bite out of it. You know, it's not unenjoyable. Exactly. I am enjoying it. But it is literally taking a bite of dill in every sip. It's a dill beer. Um, the Gosa style gives it that pickle bite, like that briny little, saltiness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that dill is super bright and super, fresh. Yeah, it's like I said, it's fresh dill. Like this isn't dill in a little shaker in your spice cabinet. Mm. This is like fresh green dill right here. Mm. Now, it's a 12 ounce, which is nice. Um, yeah. I feel like that's like a lost art is the 12 ounce can. Um, great. L label shopping. Come on, man. Yeah. If you're label shopping for Christmas, this this is the beer for you guys right here. I'm about to hang this from my tree. Yeah. This is a beautiful can. Um, I mean, and, and we're going Christmas themed. No, I agree. It's super bright. Yeah, that is a um, that's a key descriptor right there for this. It's very bright, very fresh. It, it just has like a nice. <clears throat> I feel like I'm like a judge on chopped. I'm like, mm, you know, it's <laughs> bright. I'm getting a, I'm getting a good amount of salt. So there's good seasoning on it. Um, it, it there's a certain freshness to it. And it does pick you up after two stouts. Um, I would say that it has. It has kind of lifted me a little bit. It's light. It's nice and light, low ABV. It's crisp. Couldn't drink more than one of them. Yeah. This is a one and done kind of, I would say this is a, um, and it's strictly on the flavor. I, I, I don't want to say it in like, I don't want to say it as like a, a bad derogatory. thing in yeah. derogatory. It's a gimmick beer. 
I agree. Yeah. Like this is where something like, Hey, you guys know about the Christmas pickle and everybody kind of laughs about yeah. it. You're like, check out this Christmas pickle beer. I yeah. would drink one of these and be like, Oh, it does taste like dill. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely like a pickle. If you, if you told me this was an experimental beer, I would, I, I would completely believe you. Yeah. Yeah. This would be something where this is, has that experimental kind of taste to it. I enjoy it as opposed food based. to, yeah, food based as opposed to like experimentals where I could probably have like two more or three more after of the same variety of his a little more subtle. Yeah. Yeah. His stuff's he, a little he, bit more subtle. He's yeah. It's a little more subtle, a little more. There's a longer drinkability to it. Mm-hmm. This I'll have a can. I'll laugh about it. And then it's a, it's a story to tell my beer friends. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, yeah, like, I, like we mentioned it, it's not unenjoyable. I'll drink the whole thing. It's not definitely not a drain pour. Oh yeah. Like it's not, yeah. I'm not sitting there like, oh, I'm tired of this dill. The dill is so bright and so fresh that it's just, it's, yeah, it's not, it's, it's nice. not, yeah, it's not artificial flavoring. Oh no. And no respect to that. It's like natural mm-hmm. flavoring with that. I would like to know how much dill they used in this. Just like knowing like when Ethan says like he used pallets, like pallets of, of Oreos to get or, that Oreo yeah. flavor. Um, I'd like to see a whole pallet of dill go into a beer. Just them like jamming it down with like sticks. I feel like it's like that giant plunger that you get with like a um, like a ninja bullet mm-hmm. and they're just like shoving it down to a food processor. Do you ever try and put like uh, kale into a soup when you got to like it needs to wilt, but it's so springy and like you full. just got to keep shoving it yeah, into the just, water. Come on, <laughs> just wilt a little bit form to it. Um, yeah, it's like that. It, it's good. Um, God, on the nose and the taste, yeah, like it's, it's a just, lot. It's, it's heavy. a lot of dough. Yeah. Um, but working with that salt, really nice, really nice with the with the style. I think the gosa was nailed. A, yeah, nailed a gosa and nailed that pickle dill, like yeah. dill pickle, like not just pickle, not it's just like brine. Far, it's farmers market pickle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is this is like the nice barrel. This mm-hmm. is when, when you go to the nice barrel and you put it in the plastic bag. Yeah, this is uh, some guy with a beard and a man bun is is <laughs> hawking these uh, these little plastic containers filled with his pickles. Yeah, he's had these on a shelf in his one bedroom apartment in New York. Yeah, for months before he sold. He's them really them. trying to sell you on these sriracha pickles. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it, it's nice and bright. Definitely not a. Uh, Definitely not a drain pour. Um, no. For sure, one and done. Well executed Gosa. Good gimmick beer. Yeah. Good so, uh, Tavora hit up here. It's it's definitely not a... Um, it's not hit me on the adenoids as much as the first one did. Next time we get a brewer on um, with a Gosa, I want to talk about this pH mm. level. I've never seen a pH on a beer before. If we only knew someone who would like really talk to us about like a pH level in a beer. Like scientific. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll have somebody like next month. I don't know. Who's more scientific about beer. Yeah, maybe. 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 Um, Foreshadowing. <laughs> all right. Um, I think that about wraps up uh, season one, Dan. Man, season one has been a ride. It really has. Just... Just yeah, yeah. What haven't we covered? You know, it's like uh, where do we go from here, Tom? The only way to go is up. The only way to go is up, Dan. Um, you know, we've mastered our 
our virtual interviews, you know, we, we've played it safe with virtual podcasts and. Yep. We don't ask you to come in here and hang out in the same room as us. No, but Dan and I are cleanly. Yep. Um, we wash each other's hands before every podcast. Yeah. That's the, the, I scrub his hands for two minutes. He scrubs mine for two minutes. <laughs> Scientifically, that's the best way. That's the yeah. most sanitation, the most sanitary, sanitary. Way. There's the word I'm looking for. There you go. Most sanitary way to do it. Um, so yeah. Um, I think, I think that's wraps up, uh, I think this wraps up season one, man. Wraps up season one, but we've got a nice long list of things we have to take care of before we get off. Yeah, that. for sure. Um, season two, uh, uh, we'll get into that. Um, we do have a good amount of people that we need to, uh, that we need to thank. And I'm going to real, real fast. I'm just going to start this here. Uh, because. Oh yeah. We got to get the music going here. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. So I can't wait to get drunk on the couch on Christmas Eve. This song. <laughs> um, so we have uh, we have a lot of people we want to thank for uh, you know making our first season of this podcast so special. And definitely, uh, I, I think first and foremost, uh, I, Dan, I, I think you'll agree with this. Hundred percent. The New Jersey crew. Um, Our New Jersey people. Um, I, I yeah, think residents aside, yeah. New Jersey is set aside, even though you guys did uh, legalize recreational marijuana. Yeah, yeah. We have some stuff to talk about about that, Dan. Um, <laughs> I, I frequent New Jersey. Right job. I, you know, we might be able to. Love you. Always have. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I, I, I would say first and foremost, uh, Zeppi. Definitely. Um, My personal hero. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, I don't think there's really anyone that has meant more to the show than Zeppi. It's so nice with this music, that yeah, right? It's so heartfelt. Right? I'm just like, ah, oh, Zeppi, we love you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you know we don't talk about on the podcast, but you know there was a there was a time where we were texting with Zeppi almost daily. Yeah. And it really just started with we had his his girlfriend at the time on, and uh, it was really just uh, just accidental that yeah. we just met the man of our dreams. Yeah, through his girlfriend. Yeah, and uh, or now fiance. Yeah, now fiance. Um, and you know, I'll just put it out here uh, in 2021, July 3rd, 2021, um, we will be broadcasting. Uh, uh, Zeppi and Leah will actually Zeppi and Leah will be getting married on the podcast. I'm oh nice. Yeah, I'm in the process of being ordained, um, so I'll conduct their wedding. Oh, sweet. Um, so they'll they'll come over to the friend zone. They're gonna coming over to the friend zone, and um, I'll marry a them. great a great venue. Yeah, great venue. Dan will be their witness. Um, it, it's going to be very lovely. I'm, I'll make sure that everything's right. But uh, Zeppi, um, Zeppi is uh, you know our I don't know. It, best best friend of the podcast um he's been instrumental in a lot of things so you know we will always want to put out a thank you to him definitely um, huge thank you to yeah. uh zeppi i mean leah first of all for introdu introducing us yeah. to zeppi leah's the og <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah i mean huge thanks to leah for agreeing to be on the podcast and everything um, we wouldn't have Ethan without Leah. Yeah, we wouldn't. I mean, we wouldn't have steered into the Brewers if it wasn't for you guys. Yeah. To be honest, um, 
New Jersey helped us big time. Yeah, Harry. Uh, we can't. We we can never say enough about uh, Harry. Um, experimental. Um, we've had uh, we've had so many uh, good good beers of Harry's. Um, uh, I, I mean, why? What else can you say about him? Uh, He's so high right now. He is. He really is. Um, <laughs> the the best kind of uh, brewer, and uh, and obviously Al. The the Ow. dirty the dirty dancer himself the dirty dancer himself um, from the New Jersey crew Al we need to have you back on the podcast oh yeah for sure he's the one guy we need to come back with a returning guest on that hundred percent oh yeah. nice nice switch up right? I like that yeah, yeah you like that all right um, DJ Tom um so uh, you know go follow those guys uh, Zeppi uh, at crafty underscore tats. Leah, uh, pint size Leah, uh, Harry is X beer. Is it X beer underscore NJ? Yeah. I never know where people put underscores. I'll get it out for you. And then, uh, I think it's X beer underscore NJ and, uh, Al is, yep. uh, at pints and pucks. There you go. There you go. Follow all of those guys. If you're just want to be in the know in craft beer, those are some number one sources, not only for us, but for a lot of people in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we're kind of going kind of in order of, I mean, kind of in order of like things that really helped us out. Yeah. Um, our big man behind the artwork at non heinous. Yeah. I mean, Colin, you're the man. Colin, it's not P it's squirt. It, it is definitely not P it's totally squirt. <laughs> when it comes to you, Colin, it's squirt. But, uh, yeah, non heinous, uh, at non heinous on uh, on Instagram, he's the uh, the man behind our logo. Um, you know, one of our one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Oh yeah. Um, there's so much he imprint. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's doing great artwork for imprint for beer zombies. He's done he's done artwork for my band. Um, some epic artwork for my band and everything. Um, if you're looking to get something commissioned, whether it be for beer, music lifestyle anything in general hit up at non heinous um and then obviously schwank if you've listened to our outro song oh schwank the yeah. one and only schwank the one and only a one from day one right there uh schwank's the man uh follow him on at, at fat fat daddy schwank at fat daddy schwank what's his uh what's his new music project oh um yeah that's gonna be hindsight 2020 um, you definitely want to give those guys a follow, um, or just him. It's just him in general with some, uh, with some friends. It's at hindsight, 2020 HC. So at hindsight, 2020 HC, um, check them out on, um, all streaming devices. Um, some really good hardcore music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Schwank a one from day one. Um, Obviously, we have to uh, huge list of brewers there. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, we have to look at us. We have to uh, obviously uh, thank a lot of our brewers that we've had on. Uh, Ethan from Stickman, number one, right there. Come on, we've had him on three times. Yeah, three um, times for a reason. Thank you for your support, Ethan. He's a local favorite. Um, he's local to us. He's just a great mind in the in the whole business aspect of uh of of breweries definitely um kai from aslin um <laughs> what, what do we have to thank for 
there was there was something two on that things episode. maybe two things two things yeah um um He's not going to listen. No, he's not going to listen to this. I don't think anyone from Aslan ever listened and or promoted this podcast. So we're fine. (laughs) But hey, Kai, thank you for coming on the podcast to talk about Aslan. You're one of my favorite breweries. So, yeah. Um, Hannah from Naked Brewing. Can't say enough good things about Hannah. She rules. Um, You know, hopefully things pan out in 2020 to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully we all get together in 2021 and we figure something out. Yeah. Uh, but naked, another one of, uh, another one of those like, uh, underrated breweries. Yeah. Pennsylvania breweries that just, just doesn't get enough hype. She's doing crazy stuff. Um, doing great things there. Sours, stouts, everything, anything that you could ask for. Cream ales, baby. Yeah. Cream ales, man. Um, Ryan from Warwick. One of our favorite breweries. It's uh, they are so close to like one being one of my top breweries in Pennsylvania right now. Um, just talking to him on the podcast, and the, I'm a huge fan of their beer. So just, just thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for inviting us to your brewery and letting us just hang out there too. Yeah, like I I don't know about you that. It's like one of the first experiences where we just got to hang out in a yeah, brewery. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, just welcomed us in. Just to check like, out the tanks. Yeah, we and pulled in. And he was like, all right, come upstairs. Come on in. Yeah. Um, you know, Jonathan from Stolen Sun. Um, yeah, that's a mastermind right there for a brewery. Yeah, if you like if you like beer, you like coffee, you like great food, I mean, Stolen Sun is a, is a must. Oh, definitely. Uh, and X and PA. Um, Tom Arnold. Um from True Lies? No, no, no. Dan, we've been over this. It's Tom Arnold. He's part owner and head brewer at Locust Lane in Malvern. But so he has no affiliation with McHale's no, Navy. No, none. Okay. He might own it on DVD. I don't know. He might. He probably does. <laughs> um Yeah, Tom Arnold, you're the man. Locust Lane, uh we we can't uh we can't really say enough of, of great things about uh Locust Lane. Uh, maybe the most underrated brewery in Pennsylvania. Um, man, I, I don't know. I never had a bad beer from them. Nope. Um, I personally am a, uh, a loyalist there. Yeah. Mug club over yeah, there. Right? Mug club. Um, so, uh, we, you know, we, it was great having Tom on the whole 10, seven crew. Uh, we had an entire crew yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. It was awesome. That was yeah, that was a great experience. Having so many different facets of the business on the podcast at once. Oh, yeah. Um, really cool. Thank you guys so much. Huge fans of your beer, obviously. And uh, we look forward to all you guys have to offer for 2021. Thank uh, you for coming on. Yeah. Um, it, Jack from Dr. Brew Little. Um, we need more of you, Jack. Yeah. I feel, feel like our uh, our conversation, there's, there's more layers we have to pick through with Dr. Yeah, Brew Yeah, there's a... We left a lot on the table with that one. Yes. But uh we're calling out to you, Jack. Yeah. Come he, back. He did a great Baby uh, come back. Baby come back. Um yeah. You he can blame it all on Tom. <laughs> he he's doing great stuff over in uh Maple Shade, New Jersey. Uh and then uh of our, our big breweries, uh finally Tim. Tim from Odd Logic. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was our first uh, on location brewery podcast. Yeah. Podcast, yeah. Um, out in uh, Bristol, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, doing cool stuff. We had, again, cream ale, baby. Oh, yeah. 
great cream. I mean, it's just that whole area. So just cream yeah. ale mecca. Yeah. Um, Tim's doing awesome stuff. Gave us our first venture into uh, the Black is Beautiful series. Yeah. Other half. That was awesome. And then, of course, our home brewers, which are, you know, that, that's our pride and joy right there. Our baby uh, boys over here. Yeah. Harry from X Beer. Loved you. Always have. Always have. Uh, Dave from Volstead Brewing. Uh, Doing the Lord's work there, man. Yeah. Man. Pedro's Hot Chocolate. Boys of Summer. Uh, um, you've you've got a beer out now that we've got to talk about. Yeah. We gotta get that. I gotta get that. The, the spelled IP. Well, he had the spelled IPA. Oh, and the spelled pale ale. Yeah, the spelled pale ale. Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah. Um, you know, hit up uh hit up Volstead Brewing on Instagram. Yeah, give them a like. Uh, and then Greg Care, who just brews beer in his ba- <laughs> his garage. Yep. Uh, he has an entire garage filled of all of the breweries we just mentioned, and decides to just pick yeast off of flowers and put them into uh barrels yeah so good on him it's awesome but um going back to volstead it's at volstead brewing if you want to follow that that bad boy right there yeah um and then uh uh most importantly most importantly the, the i mean the most important of all um you the listener um yeah. thank thank you for i'm gonna get emotional here all right thank you very much for supporting us throughout the entire year. He's got um, a tear rolling down his face. I, I, I'm tearing up a little bit. Uh, thank you very much for supporting us. Uh, we do this for you. Um, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, that's all I care about. Um, we just want to talk about beer and we are so fortunate to have people like you who want to listen to us talk about beer and interact with us as well. Um, each listener who interacts um it's it's great when i have somebody from you know just outside of our friend group who just shoots me a message and goes yeah hey had a I, you know your last episode was great and i'm just like wow like it it, it kind of it makes me feel good that yeah. people are enjoying what we have to say I, I don't think people understand how much it means to us to hear um that people are listening and enjoying our podcast yes um so uh, from us to you, thank you very much for... Thank you. Yeah, continuing to listen. Um, all right. And with that, um, Dan and I are going to be taking a week off. Um, this is coming out on New, uh, Christmas Eve. We're going to take a week off, uh, spend time with our families. Yep. Listen to us while you're baking cookies. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to recharge our batteries. Uh, we will be back with new episodes on January 7th. Yes, January 7th. We are coming in hot with yeah. season two. Season two, we have some awesome stuff planned. Um, some things, are, I mean, we have guest hosts. Uh, we have we have some very educational guests coming up. It's going to get beer heavy, guys. And real sudsy. there are talks of a Twitch channel. Yeah, I mean, there are talks of I'm surprised we haven't done it yet. Come on, let's do it. There are talks of a Twitch channel where you as the as the listener uh, will be able to interact with our guests. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, if you I mean, I think we're coming into the perfect time for that right now. Yeah. You know, football season's co- coming to a close. Nobody cares about who's winning um, right now. If you're in Philadelphia, at least. Um, <laughs> so 
you know, come on Twitch and talk to brewers with us. Ask questions. Yeah. So um, I think we're going to we're going to start our Twitch channel um, and we're going to um, we're going to have a, a, a chat feature where you're going to be able to uh, ask questions and we'll be able to pick and choose which, you know, which questions get asked. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to interact with uh, if you have any questions that you want to ask brewers, then uh, check out our Twitch channel, which will be a. Uh, you know, TBD right now. TBD. It will most likely be Best Best Friends Pod. Yeah. I mean, for now, if you're looking for updates, yeah, give us a follow, guys. Yeah. And you know where to follow us. Facebook and Instagram. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. Tom, again, that's Best Best Friends P-O-D. And I think I can fly. And I think I can fly. All right. Um... <laughs> Everybody, uh, Dan, I'm going to steal something from uh, from another podcast. You're my best friend, and I love you. And always remember. I love you. Always have. Always makes me <laughs> blush, my friend. <laughs> um, all right. Couldn't have done it without the pilot here, man. You're steering this whole fucking ship, Captain. I do what I can. All right, everybody. Uh just remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. And always remember, as you are enjoying your Christmas, that there's one person who won't be enjoying their Christmas. And that's Jeffrey Epstein, who won't be in, enjoying his Christmas from his prison cell. And why? Because the Clinton family killed him. Ooh. Yeah. All right, everybody. That is the Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 48, season one. We out. See ya. Merry Christmas, everybody. Feliz Navidad. Friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette. A cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive.